thinks he has the right to kill. What's up, guys? I'm Yaz. I'm Casey, and this is the Worst Horror Podcast. We are back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back. Uh, we always After say this. How many? <laughs> how many months? I think I was like, okay, guys, it's December. We're going to get back to it. And then we recorded an episode and it was not good. Well, I, <laughs> and I drank something way too much. I just will not release. And, you know, if you think <laughs> these are bad, imagine how bad that one was that even I wouldn't release it and that we wouldn't release it. So um, we are kind of, I feel like we're always talking about format, but... <laughs> We're doing a new format, so all of our old episodes are still going to be available, but we're going to call them more like archive episodes, so please check those out. We so appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, We want to make sure that before you do anything else, we really want you to know that this is a very, very spoiler-heavy podcast. We dive into the movies and horror shorts that we love, we hate everything in between and we kind of we either roast it the entire time or we just gush about how much we love it so please <laughs> there's no in between <laughs> if you don't want it spoiled please please watch it and you know we're hoping the week before we really push the movie so you guys do so you can enjoy it with us but I guess we're just gonna jump into it are you ready I'm ready okay so well I, should we mention the fact that we are in quarantine so oh yeah okay so let's talk about that for a second uh COVID COVID-19 right aka coronavirus <laughs> has us all on fucking lockdown right now and I think I lost my mind about two days ago I don't know about you me too I will be honest I feel like the older I get the more of an introvert I've become but I am totally 50 50 and I saw a video yesterday that was like people really need to check on their introvert extrovert friends because <laughs> the first week had them feeling refreshed and now they're going fucking insane and that yeah. is so true because <laughs> you know I feel like for a while like every time someone's like do you want to do something in theory doing things sounds amazing in practice, don't fucking ask me to do it because <laughs> I'll dread it. I'll be super stoked once I'm doing it. But honestly, getting ready for stuff fucking sucks. No, it does. I agree. The only so, thing that I miss, honestly, is just having, I guess, the freedom to go out and do stuff. Like I so badly wanted to go to Frankenstein for the spook show that they had. Oh, yeah. And I was going to. I was planning on it. But I was like, eh, there's going to be a lot of people there. Probably not probably shouldn't go so I didn't end up going and I am just like I'm going crazy not that I even want to be like I would love to hang out with you probably and like my boyfriend and that's it but as far as like just being able to go out like I miss it I'm going crazy I just want to go to Target and walk around me too I want to go back to um that video store can I can never remember the name of oh video paradiso yeah I really like it there that's another thing I am dying to go fucking VHS hunt I'm going crazy like I I can't just buy tapes online it's not the rush isn't there (laughs) you know we're trying to trying to do our best and honestly I pretty much the only pro of being on quarantine is that because we have literally no other options not that this isn't important to us but it really forces us to do this yeah we'd be like really not productive assholes if we didn't try to pick up the podcast (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) especially because we do enjoy doing it I just honestly editing it and I'm sure you're like you fucking edit this and yeah I absolutely fucking do it sucks so So I guess we'll go ahead and uh, get into what we're talking about today. So today we're covering something really cool. Yaz and I, 
want to say a little less than a year ago, uh, she came over, we ate pizza, and we started off watching all the Halloween films, but we decided like, oh, let's watch some horror shorts, and we came across these. And a few other good ones, too. (laughs) I mean, really, I think what would be cool for us is if we did like full length and then every other week you know, it would be like a full length episode and then a short episode, even if it was like 15 minutes where we talked about a horror short. Yeah. Um, Just because honestly, like just because it's not a full length feature doesn't mean it doesn't pack a punch. Yeah. I agree. Clearly show that there's a lot of talent and know-how in these. And so we're excited to talk about the witching seasons, 2016 anthology short film series. I'm so excited to talk about this because, okay, so that night though that we were hanging out, just to give everybody a little bit of backstory, we were watching just like random horror shorts that we found on YouTube and then we stumbled upon the witching season, but we stumbled upon one of the ep- uh, one of the episodes, two of them, right? One mm-hmm. or two. Okay, yeah, so two. two of them. And we kind of put the pieces together that this was a part of an anthology. So we didn't get to watch the entire thing that night. Mm-hmm. But we went back and rewatched all of it, and it is so good. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could even start with too um, something really, really beautifully mastered about these shorts is their opener. Um, the music is done by Slasher Dave, and it feels so. Oh my god! I, it gives me the <sighs> Halloween four and five vibes. If you if you've seen them, you know what we're talking about. The intro yeah. where it's just spooky and Halloween and it feels super fall and oh, it's amazing. And okay, I don't know if you checked it out, but have you watched their Halloween atmosphere Absolutely, videos? volume one and two. I, They're so, so good. I missed the premiere of their first one. I watched the premiere of their the volume two for their uh-huh. Halloween atmospheres. I put it on in the background as playing Animal Crossing. I'm sure everyone's tired of fucking hearing about Animal Crossing, <laughs> but I don't care. Um, it just they're it's so they're so fucking talented like I really cannot say that enough I so hope that they have um like a volume two in the works for anthology as well Mm -hmm. they just if Halloween is your jam you need to check them out I would say even if short films is your jam yeah you really should I mean if nothing else I know (laughs) you know we're not like the end-all be-all on you know horror movie opinions but at the same time Fuck, you know, when you see like talented creators, you gotta shout them out. Oh, and yeah, definitely. It, honestly, the witching season 1000%. Please check them out. Um, we will be sure to. I'm wondering how we can link. I'll put their link in the bio of the show notes. Okay, so just a, I guess, a few little fun facts. Mm-hmm. Um, it was filmed in northern Utah with a small crew. And I mean, they, for having, I don't think as many people as you would think working on um, this movie or each individual story, I guess, mm-hmm. to me, the quality is like there, like it didn't feel low budget. It didn't feel cheesy. Like none of the stories did. They were all done so well. No, 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 no. And like the little cheesy, sorry, I'm moving my, my notes around um, the little parts that they, that were cheesy were intentional. And they were so like fun and cute and it just, yeah, I mean, they they really killed it with that. Yeah. So it was created by Michael Balif. I really hope I'm saying his name right because I butcher them all the time and directed by him. Michael Balif, 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 Balif. I'm so sorry. (laughs) We're so sorry. Um, So it was also directed by him 
and James Morris and produced mm-hmm. by James Morris. Oh, awesome. Um, so let's see. I mean, where do you want to start? Do you want to get into the first episode? Yeah. Or the first so, story? Yeah. So the first story um, is called Killer on the Loose. So we basically open up to this girl. She's running and it's clearly she's running from something. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, you know, and she she finally turns around at some point and you see she has blood on her shirt. And I mean, they get some pretty great actors for this, but she really sells it. Like she's running. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> she is running. She is like she's acting like there's something legitimately like in real life she would be dead if it caught her. So she's running and she we kind of come across these um different Halloween decorations. Uh, which is so great. And the music is, it just, everything works together so perfectly. They tie in all of the little Halloween decor and everything so well in yes. each story. It's Absolutely. Amazing. So she, um, she's kind of like sneaking around. She gets into the, this house and she's, she's like hiding in different areas, like of the room. Um, and then we kind of fast forward and a man with a mask and a machete comes in and you're like, okay, so now we understand exactly what she's running from. Right. So we keep moving. Um, she's a lot like us. If we were running from something, you better fucking believe we'd hit everything that could possibly give us away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Would she, sorry, before she even goes into the house and she like bumps into the, like the witch hanging decoration, Oh my god, dude, it scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I was sitting by myself in my room. Since I watched it, that I jumped and I was like, oh my god. Oh, it got me so good. And this, but is again, actually... like that was just cute that they incorporated like the little Halloween decoration. It was, and this is one of the two that we actually watched. I think we might have watched three of the five actually that night that you came over. Did we? I If we did, I vaguely remember this one, but I was also very tired and probably drunk, so. <laughs> <laughs> tired and drunk. That's the name of her stand-up special. <laughs> um, so she, so once the mask killer comes into the house, um, she starts, she, she hides behind the TV, and what movie is playing on the TV? None other than... Night of the Living Dead. Absolutely. And it is a nice tie-in because I feel like every horror movie is like, this is the reference movie I got to put in my movie. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But it works it, every time. It really does. Like, And it totally gives people... off those Halloween vibes. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, 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 no. You're good. I started talking over you. I'm sorry. Um, no, I completely agree. I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't like Night of the Living Dead. But it, if you are looking for like a Halloween or just like, you know, you want to kind of go back in time. That's a great film. Um, it is. It holds up. So he mutes it because, you know, he wants to be able to find her. He's looking for her. Wait, so, doesn't she step on the remote control and then it mutes it? So I thought he muted it and then she fell into the lamp and stepped on the remote and it brought the sound on again. Okay, yeah. So she runs up the stairs and he goes back to the TV. He sees the lamp and I think he's starting to catch on a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So then he walks up the stairs. She hides in the closet. He goes into the bedroom, but here's a twist. He sees his girlfriend dead with her throat slit Mm -hmm. and the woman comes out of the closet and stabs him in the chest. 
And after he does, after she stabs him, a news report comes on the radio that says there is a woman who's extremely armed and dangerous. She had just escaped the mental hospital, right? Yes. And I think she had already killed five people. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, so you end up that I thought they did this so well because you I didn't see it coming. I didn't either. Okay, but okay, so let's talk about it because let's do it. The entire time that she's running away from this person and this person is has a mask on a huge machete so you're instantly thinking like how you said this is the person that she's running from Mm -hmm. and what I didn't understand is that if she is the one that's essentially what they were hinting at right in the news report yes and by her kind of like creepily smiling at the end is that she was the one that was killing people yes I wonder why they portrayed her as being afraid of this person she was running from the police. Oh. She wasn't she wasn't running from him. She was running from the police. She was trying to find, you know, shelter. Didn't she realize though once he got into the house that it was it wasn't the police or did she not? I don't remember. So she, uh, she was still running as on her. She had a so, knife. Okay. Or she well, found so, a knife. I think what happens is she saw him. He had a mask. I don't even think necessarily the mask comes into it, but he had a giant ass machete. Mm-hmm. So I think for her, she's like, well, fuck, I can't even get him. You know, he has a machete. Yeah, that's true. So she's hiding from him because she wants to make sure that her cover isn't blown. Right. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. But it was just interesting, you know, because she's killed all these people already and she's running around like the mouse, basically running from the cat. Yeah. But then she kills him. And that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. That's the end yeah. of the first story. And it's just nice, short, sweet, like straight to the point. Right. So I thought I it, it's a really great way to open that anthology for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then we move on to the second story, mm-hmm. which is called Princess. This one, <laughs> this one was so funny to me. I laughed more so then I don't I guess being scared because it was just silly to me but yeah I think that the little girl really played it up well because <laughs> it's she <laughs> I don't like kids you know this <laughs> and for <laughs> me like I, we'll talk about it but she was a brat I didn't like her see I didn't get that feel off her at all which is really funny I was <laughs> like oh, okay um, I just think every little kid's a brat. So this mom and this daughter, they move. It's clear that they're moving into a brand new house. Right. So it kind of flash forwards to um, the little girl. She gets up in the middle of the night. I think she hears like some rustling or something down in the basement. Mm-hmm. She, she opens the door. She's like, are there any mice down here? Are yeah, why mice the fuck is she here? looking is for mice? mice in here? So, well, I think she's... <laughs> I don't know why she's looking for friends. This poor child. I think she's trying to be like, is that is what making? Oh my gosh, is that's what? Oh my God, <laughs> is that what is causing the noise? And so she's saying it. So she ends up coming across a a box of stuffed animals. And her right. mom scares the hell out of me, by the way. Who? Okay, yeah. Who the fuck creeps up on their kid? Was she in like an attic or a basement or some shit? Basement. It's dark as hell. The mom comes creeping behind her and like taps her on the shoulder. I'll fucking, I would have been so pissed if that was my mom. I would have been like, who the fuck do you think you are, Michael Myers, creeping up behind me? 
I mean, she really did. There was just all of a sudden, like just having someone like right behind you would just freak me the fuck out. Right. <laughs> Especially in a new house. And she's what she was. She went down there. Oh, my God. I forgot the part. So this little girl, she stands, she's like trying to flip the switch. It's not turning anything on. So she flips it like a thousand times oh, yeah. more. <laughs> that's such like, a kid move. Flipping it, so, it fucking 20,000 times. Honestly, that's so perfect. <laughs> I was like, that was so endearing to me because I was like, dude, I know I would have done that same thing as a kid. I do that as an adult. <laughs> I'm like, maybe the friction will really like cause some energy or something. <laughs> So she goes, okay, so now that she's in the basement, the mom surprised her. She's like, hey, you know, you can't, she wants to keep this doll, basically. And the mom's like, well, you know, it doesn't belong to you. Okay, and then, (laughs) no, go ahead. I'm going to cut you off. But of all the fucking, there's like cute little teddy bears in the box. Of all the little stuffed animals in the box, she picks out the fucking ugliest, scariest one. It's terrifying. This, this doll, I'm like, fuck no. If my daughter was like, oh, can we keep it? I'd be like, No. I'm considering not keeping you at this point. You're a psychopath. <laughs> it's just so creepy. It was ugly. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, those cute. old like stuffed animals are kind of cool, but at the same time, it's really freaky. Yeah, no, it, that was all creepy vibes. There so, was cute little teddy bears in there and she goes and picks the fucking <laughs> ugliest looking doll. The one at the very bottom. So the mom, she's like, mom, can I, I want to keep it. I want to keep it. And she was like, well, you know, how would you feel if you, you know, someone kept your toys and you were looking for them? She's like, okay. So then the lady, she's like, mean, it would piss me off. <laughs> the little girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doesn't she say, see, and she's like language. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's, that's young mom shit right there for sure. So, um, she, the mom the next day. Okay. So the mom finally succeeds and she's like, Okay, you can take one, you can keep it for the night, but then I got to call the previous owners in the morning. We got to return it to their daughter. Right. Do they so, go upstairs at this point and like watch TV? No. They just went upstairs. To bed. No. Because I remember a part where she's sitting on the couch with the doll thing That's and the mom. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. So... I'm always jumping ahead. <laughs> So the mom calls the previous owners in the morning and I think, I assume she's talking to the dad and the dad's like, he's like, don't call here. It doesn't give any He's like, my wife is very ill right now, blah, blah, blah. Like being a fucking asshole over the phone. And she's like, okay, dude, fucking chill. I'm just trying to give you fucking dolls back. Right. He could have been like, no, you can keep it. Yeah. He's like audibly <laughs> yelling on the phone. At her. <laughs> So she, so the mom's finally like, okay, fuck, I guess she can keep it then if they don't want it back. Right. Which for me, I would have been like, if someone yelled at me like that, I'd be like, this shit is haunted. Yeah. I mean, a fucking box full of ugly ass toys, I would have just assumed haunted right away. They burn it <laughs> in a fire or some shit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're burning so, that. Uh, doesn't she, <laughs> the mom, so the daughter, they're talking was it no the little girl's playing in the room and she's mm-hmm. talking to it and then the mom goes oh who are you talking to she's like oh princess and i was like right Ugh, okay princess. princess whatever well and doesn't uh the well the mom tries to wash the doll yes because it's like dirty and the someone or something whatever the doll escapes and 
I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to give anything away. But she notices, like, water and soap all over the floor. Mm-hmm. And, like, the machine was stopped. And then that's when she finds the daughter, right, with the doll? I thought the, the doll room. just went out. I was laying somewhere. And then she went into the room and she's like, hey, I need you to not just take my stuff out of the washing machine when it's not done. Yeah, yeah. So then, so this is kind of where the part where they start watching TV and the little girl, doesn't she go to bed? Yeah, she does. But the part, okay, so the part that like irritated me is the mom's like trying to talk to her or she's right. She's like trying to joke around with her or something. And the little girl's just (laughs) sitting there and she looks at her and gives her mom the dirtiest fucking look. And she's like, mom, like just fucking attitude and doesn't say anything (laughs) I was like damn this little girl's fucking cold like the mom's like visibly just trying to be nice to her like tells her oh yeah you can keep this ugly fucking doll and she still wants to be a little bitch about it I don't know little girls just piss me off sometimes (laughs) little girls are the devil I was just about to say (laughs) (laughs) so they watch tv like we said, and she's smarting off to her mom because she's, I don't know, she's a little brat. Who cares? Um, and then, oh, my God, I even have notes and I cannot remember. So she goes to bed. Yeah. And then the mom, they all, they both go to bed. And oh, then, yeah. And then the mom, so she turns off the TV. The doll's still there. Right. She goes and then she, the TV turns on and the doll's sitting on the couch. Yeah, and then it moves. Creepy. And then we kind of get, like, Chucky vibes, I guess. Yeah, I would say so. Especially, like, the first child's play vibes. Right, because then you start seeing everything from the doll's perspective, and the Mm -hmm. doll is now moving and walking around and grabbing knives. Right? I thought a, a really, yeah, and I thought a really nice touch is... Okay, because this is a short film, obviously they're not going to have the budget to have, like, animatronic dolls, you know? Yeah. So they're showing piece by piece where you're, like, you see the the little hand come over the bed. Right. And you see the <laughs> shadow. But then, then that little girl is fast. She, like, takes – so Princess is trying to kill the mom, basically, but the mom is still asleep. Right. And the little girl grabs a pillowcase, and before she can even do anything, she grabs the doll, and doesn't she cut the doll's head off? Yeah, dude, she bags that little bitch up and runs, <laughs> and she takes her to the room, and she chops her head off. <laughs> okay, but here, so then she comes back in, and she's like, whew, okay, we're done, this is great. Right. So she gets in bed, and I'm sorry, I fucking died at this part. She gets in bed, and so one of the toys in the box she sees is a panda. So It's like a I, giant stuffed panda bear. I guess all you can assume at this point is that the panda kills this mom and daughter. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so what Like, what do you think happened? I think that the, the doll or whatever princess, like, transferred itself into the panda bear, right? Like, it's yes. yeah, soul absolutely. or whatever. So you have this, like, giant stuffed panda bear about to kill the mom. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And and then it just cuts out, right? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I laughed so hard. And then, okay, so before 
she cuts the head off of the original doll princess. You see that panda bear sitting in the back. And tell me why my first thought was, oh, I bet you it's going to transfer itself into the fucking panda bear. Just thinking out loud. And then that's what happens. I was like, no I was hoping way. for it. I'm like, let it transfer into the cutest fucking bear that she has. Because be, it's, I'm sorry, it's it's funny, though. It's Can like, you imagine, like, the mom trying to fight with the fucking panda bear? I would fucking die. I would laugh. <laughs> Panda's throwing fucking combos. <laughs> <laughs> if they had, I, I, I think they need to make another fucking episode for that story because I would watch that fight. <laughs> oh, fucking greed. <gasps> Chucky versus Panda. Are you fucking kidding me? That'd be great. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. I, I like that one just because of that. It was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. It was really good. It was good, though. I mean, aside from that, same thing. The acting was good. The story itself was, you know, it was different. It was funny. So I enjoyed it. Me too. I'm I'm really glad that we decided to watch all these because now we know for sure, mm-hmm. like, exactly what they're bringing to us. And it's, <laughs> it's all good. Um, so that ends Princess. And that takes us to Not Alone. Yes. Okay. So Not Alone has oh, so many great nods. Um, they call their website short, or not short, not their website, their radio. They call it Short to Shore, which is a reference to Coast to Coast. Do you know what Coast to Coast is? No, what's that? Okay, Coast to Coast is this AM station that basically, um, if I'm remembering correctly and saying this correctly, I think I'm pretty sure it's called Coast to Coast. Um it was pretty sure it was run by Art Bell and there's another guy, but I can't remember his name right now. Mm-hmm. And they would reference like aliens and oh, um, the cool. paranormal and they'd have people on. Mm-hmm. So what you're getting is they reference a uh, princess. They go, Oh, you know, on our Halloween special, you're going to hear about the paranormal and um, you know, there's this doll and so-and-so that, you know, much like, uh, what was it? Demon infestation in humans, it's mm-hmm. going doll to doll instead. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice little nod to the the film we just watched. And they even, I want to say, they mentioned the they mentioned one of the other stories too, if I'm not mistaken. I think they mentioned the first. Okay, it's possible that that got right past me, and I'm not I surprised. I think I could be wrong, but yeah, I could have swore that that had stuck out to me too. Maybe not, but yeah, they were. For sure, talking about the doll, um, but that's cool. I didn't know that. That's yeah, a nice little um, you can fact. actually. I think you can find archive episodes of Coast to Coast mm-hmm. on um, the internet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. You should. And they so what's nice is they also set you up. They're like, oh, and we're also gonna talk about aliens, which is right. a big thing for Coast to Coast. Right. Okay. Cool. So that all makes sense then with what this episode or story I guess mm-hmm. evolves into so he he it essentially starts with him having a nightmare right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the rooms lit up like super bright and the rooms like shaking if I'm not mistaken yeah and then he wakes up and this one for me was interesting because not a whole lot happens because I mean, it all takes place in his room, right? Mm-hmm. And so he wakes up from that nightmare. He's a little, like, startled. And is that when he sees the figure in the corner of his room? Yes. 
with these long ass fingers, by the way. Mm -hmm. It was was creepy. creepy. Yeah, Yeah, it was really creepy. creepy. And so he gets up to like attack it, I think, right? I think he just gets up to check like if something really there. Oh, okay. So then he like knocks it over or does, I don't know what he does, but he turns on the light. Uh-huh. Right, and it turns out that it's just um, like a coat hanger with like hats and stuff on it, which is very reminiscent of uh, the Boogeyman from like the early two thousands. Do you remember that? Yeah, that movie was also very creepy. It was, it was creepy. Yeah, it was good. So it kind of reminded me of that, and then I think he just turns off the light and goes back to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was only like nine minutes, right? It really, it, it was. wasn't very yeah. long. So it it comes and goes really fast. But, um, okay, so he goes back to sleep, and then does he just get startled again? I don't really remember. I know. I'm having the hardest time, and I swear I, like, took notes, and now I'm, like, getting confused because <laughs> I think I didn't take them as well as I should have. So, um, so I think he's woken up by his alarm clock, I want to say, and a bright, a bright flashing, like, a bright pulse of a light. Right. And then it's, like... You know, the alien appears. Okay, so it is an alien, right? Yes. Okay, because then we see, like, the shadow of it, I guess, and... He just, like, takes his fingers and puts it in the guy. Yeah. That's actually in his stomach. <laughs> um, it was it was creepy. It was good. I like that they covered... You know, I'm not even going to say what they covered, because at the very end, we can break down what each one was, you know? Wait, what do you mean? Like, um, well, we'll talk, we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Okay. So that's essentially all that happens in that one, I think, right? Yep. And then he disappears, like he's, his body's gone, this alien monster or whatever is gone. Mm Mm-hmm. And the lights turn back on and that's pretty much it, I think. Yep, that's it. And our next story is they live inside us, right? This one I took a lot of notes on. Okay, cool. <laughs> I uh, This one is one of my favorites. I really enjoyed it. Okay, so I for sure remember us watching this that yes. one night when we were watching the short films, mm-hmm. and there were some things that I didn't remember or I guess didn't notice the first time that we watched it. Me either. So, I don't think I fully grasped it the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, me either. Um, but it was good. Now that I rewatched it, I was like, okay. And it's the longest one, I believe, out of all I'm five stories. I'm pretty sure it's their full feature one. Okay. I think it's, it's 35 yeah. minutes? Okay. About there, yeah. So we basically come into the house. Um, we get a narration, basically, um, kind of like a little bit of a background about you know, not only our main person, but the background of the house he's going into. Right. It was a haunted house. Yes. So he is a writer and he is trying to create this, this story. And he, the reason he goes to this house is this man comes home. He brutally stabs his wife. He calls the police. He goes upstairs and he kills himself. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of like references, you know, it, it seems like places like this, when you do something like that, it ha- it has like um, kind of like it's a cyclical effect. Mm-hmm. So 
we basically, he starts writing. And what's so cool about this is when he's writing, we get to watch it acted out. Right. So he, his first one is a girl being, (laughs) this girl is running through the woods and she's being chased by a mass slasher that has, what is it? Is it a little teddy bear face? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> the mask was kind of weird. And it so was you cool, see, but... you And it kind of goes back and forth because then it goes, she turns and then a tent appears. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh-huh. So she goes into the tent and she sees a body. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and I forgot about this part. I was like, oh, maybe it's like another victim. Mm-hmm. And it's like the music's getting intense. And then the little teddy bear serial killer guy, he leans up and looks at her and he goes... Knife to meet you. <laughs> Knife to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know what? Like, that would have been perfect for the 80s, first of all. Oh, that yeah. Great. Totally. That's like all the 80s cheese that you need. But it, what I thought was funny, too, is that I I didn't remember exactly, like, how the rest of that part played out. So after that part when he's all knife to meet you and then they show it like on his uh on his computer screen that he typed those words out I was mm-hmm. like Mm-mm, backspace delete that shit and then he <laughs> deletes it and I was like yeah you knew that was bad uh, you know for a second he had to be like a little proud of himself like a little chuckle like <laughs> oh yeah I'm sure you. and then, then he was like, like oh fuck I can't write this <laughs> delete this isn't so good. He's kind of like brought out of his funk by like a record player. Like a record starts playing, mm-hmm. which for me, I'd been like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. I'm fucking out of here. Uh, you know, depending on if you believe in ghosts, I do. I don't think you do though, right? You don't believe in ghosts? Nope, but I associate record players with the strangers and... I would okay. just immediately think of that and get fucking scared. And that was what I was going to say next. Because even if you don't believe in ghosts, you know that there's nothing else in there with you. Right. So you, what? You'd have to assume there's a human being. He doesn't fucking care. He's yeah, like, he's hmm, like eh, strange. I really like this, but, you know, I'm just going to turn this off for now. Yeah, his fucking and- little lanterns flickering like crazy, <laughs> and he's just not phased. And they do this really nice touch where um, the woman is kind of in the background and she's like you know she's out of focus but it just it's not I feel like it's some movies really overdo it this one is just so subtle and you're like oh okay cool you know like a nice little nod to that right um and then he just kind of is like okay whatever and he goes back upstairs yeah (laughs) (laughs) which seems like the worst place to be because where the frick you gonna go when like an actual serial killer is in there I know. Isn't that like one of the rules? Like, don't go don't up the stairs. Don't go upstairs. Ever. Randy told listens. you this shit. How come <laughs> no one listens to him? Nobody listens. So um, he's, uh, he gets back to writing. So he has like a, a whole list, basically, of all these yes. ideas. And mm-hmm. he's kind of like testing them one by one. And the next one that he comes across, this one's my favorite. And as soon as, like, it started playing again, I completely forgot about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that was in this this short. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, even though – well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so it's essentially the same character, right? It's the same girl. Yeah, it's the same and, girl in each of his ideas. Right. Okay, so she is running from a clown, like a creepy-looking clown. Mm-hmm. And – 
she's like in the like the middle of like a street like a residential area and there's like a big carnival going on across the street so she is running from him she ends up running through the um like the carnival or whatever that's going on and and not for one second is she like hey can somebody help me right right me and that okay so she's running through the carnival passing all of these people it's a crowded carnival like there's people there not she's not speaking to anybody not telling anybody what's going on and she runs like to the very end of it where there's nobody and she runs and hides in this like little tent or whatever Mm -hmm. but what pisses me off is like how you were saying yeah there's a ton of people everywhere why wouldn't you just stop and ask for help (laughs) or like I don't know aside from that yeah I really like for one one second is she like I should get someone involved I think yeah like like she (laughs) there's like a million lifelines and she's just like fuck it I'm gonna keep running (laughs) So she runs into this tent, this well, very well lit tent, um, and she hides under this little table and she looks and there's a sign and it says uh, Choppy the Clown's face painting and it zooms in on all these different weapons. Knives and a saw, <laughs> like just you're like, ooh, and they're all covered in blood. Right. And the thing that kills me is that exactly what you said, it's a well-lit tent. She runs in and there's like, the weapons aren't hidden. Like they're visible. There's a fucking dead body sitting on top of the table that she hides under and she just bypasses all of that shit. And I'm pretty sure that it doesn't, <laughs> the curtain or like the the little sheet on the table it doesn't even go all the way down no she's not even she's completely she's completely fucking visible (laughs) so she's hiding under this table and she she looks and so this is really they do like these little nuance things that are just like so perfect she looks like she can hear the clown like laughing and she kind of peeks out and there's the shadow going across the tent and you're like oh that's scary Mm -hmm. and and then you see the clown and he has like cloudy eyes and he's and he like oh someone's home and I'd be like fuck like (laughs) yeah grab a goddamn weapon (laughs) right she has all those weapons sitting there she doesn't grab shit she doesn't realize that she's in a tent you can just slip out the fucking bottom of it I I was like girl you gotta run (laughs) fight for your life my dude fight for your right to live and party (laughs) I was like so frustrated. I was like, oh my God, this bitch, she deserves to die. No, she just gets in the fucking fetal position and like hopes for the best. So honestly though, same. (laughs) We talk all this shit. We'd just be sitting there crying. For real. I'd be like, my God, I shouldn't have said that one thing in seventh grade. And now that's how that one person's going to remember me forever. So she's she's basically just sitting there defenseless, curled up in a ball, and she knows that he's in there. He's kind of walking around, and she realizes that she doesn't hear anything anymore. So she like picks her head up from like being crouched down, and she's looking kind of around her, and then his face just like he's on top of the table, I guess. Scared the shit. Yeah. So she's like sitting there looking around, and then his face comes like looking down at her from on top of the table. So what happened actually is the blood starts dripping on her. All oh, that's sudden, right. And she's like, what the fuck? And then looks and is like, he laughs. Oh my God, scared the heck out of me. Yeah, it was a good jump scare. It was great. 
and they do a really good job of that, by the way. Right. I feel like they're never, you know, it doesn't feel cheesy. It feels no, fun. not at all. It was f- exactly, exactly that. And while this little story of his had the most problems, in my opinion, it's still my favorite because who doesn't love a creepy clown? And I love, even though we get like a quick glimpse at it, I love like the carnival setting thing. Like, I love that. Well, I kind of think too. So we will cover trick or treat at some point, Mm -hmm. but trick or treat has this Halloween fair carnival kind of thing in the downtown square. And I think that's how like, it just, there's something so dreamy about it that you think like, okay, in October or late September or something like that, there's like this little carnival going on and it's really fun. And I'm sorry, some scary ass clown that would make it even better. Like, oh, I so, know, you know, it's you're kind of like, fuck, this is so good. This is so good. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, so honestly, this one is not my favorite of the stories mm-hmm. he tells, but we will get to my favorite. Okay. Wait, before we move on, I just want to throw something yes. in because mm-hmm. I, I told you that I listened to Mr. Nightmare on YouTube. Like, I love I Mr. I've, Nightmare. Yeah. I think I've listened to every single episode and his clown episode. I think he has a few of them. Um, those episodes are so good and there's one of them and I won't like totally get into it, but it's, they're supposedly true stories. And one of them takes place at a carnival and it involves clowns and it's fucking terrifying. So I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, it totally like this story reminded me of that episode and it's just so good. Okay, I love so setting. I'm going to task you with something and I'm going to make sure I keep this in the episode so you have to do it. If you could find it and send me the link, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. For people to listen to. Totes. Okay, so, oh, okay. So he's kind of like shaken out of this, by the way, by his tape recorder going crazy. There's like a woman's oh, yeah. voice. Oh, like, yeah. Basically, kind of what, like, I know you're under a lot of stress. So I just want to let you know I'm always going to stand behind you. I'm always going to be there for you. Right. Again, I mean, it's hinting that it's his wife, right? Leave the house. Well, I think it's the ghost. Oh. It's the ghost of the wife that was murdered. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So she, so it's, it's talking so, like, lovingly, and then it gets, like, kind of crazy, and then it's, like, sounds like demons by the oh, very yeah. end. It's just, like... That's not very chill. <laughs> Something then, not that chill just leave happened. Leave the house. Leave the fucking house. Like, like the whole time I was like, dude, this guy, he just wants to fucking die for sure. He needed to get like fucking shanked or shot before he was going like, to leave. A ghost would have had to been like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Get out of here. I'm going to fucking kill you if you don't leave. And he'd be like, He's hmm. like, are you sure? It's like, do you. Are, like, are you being like, how, like, what percentage are you serious? Like 50, <laughs> like 25, 75, 80? Like, what do you think? Like he, someone, like a ghost would have had to literally grab him and thrown him out of the house, like a bouncer out of a club. Like he right. was in there. So, <laughs> so he kind of like panics a little bit, but not really. He turns off the tape recorder and you're like, fucking chill. Cool. And <laughs> then he starts on his third and final story that we get to see and it's a scarecrow the same like very sad eyed you know beautiful girl she has this like beautiful white flowy dress on she's walking through a cornfield which first of all don't fucking walk through a cornfield my dudes we've Um, all seen children of the corn 
Mm-mm. Also, a scary stories to tell in the dark, my guy. Creepers, creepers. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just don't go in the fucking cornfield. You don't no. do it. There's nothing good about cornfields except for corn. And you want to know what? Except there for corn. On this com- there's people in this country who make their living off this. Let them go into the cornfields. They Do you think fucking farmers don't know how to fight an evil fucking um, scarecrow? <laughs> I bet they fucking do. I bet they do. Okay? They fucking know. So, Dude, I don't fuck with cornfields. Me either. They're gross. Okay, sorry. I don't mean to, like, drift but <laughs> for a really quick second. So when we went to the... um. What's it called? The pumpkin patch that's like by our old house. Oh, in Chino Hills. Yeah. yeah. So I forget what it's called, but um, their corn maze. I did that, and it's fucking gross, dude. Like I think people took their dogs and stuff in there, and there was like dog poop and just gnats everywhere. And I thought, oh, we'll just do the corn maze. That'll be so much fun. As soon as I got in, I was like, get me the fuck out of this. <laughs> like, I'm it's not sure all that's it's cracked up to be. Cornfields are though. I feel like. I feel like cornfields are pretty chill other than the possibility of you being killed by a scarecrow. Yeah. And also, people, if you take your dog somewhere, don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, clean their poop, please, and thank you, because it smelled like shit in there and just wasn't the jam. So, yeah, um, I'm not doing that ever again. Fucking entitlement, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm not surprised considering where we fucking grew up. Right. Um. So, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> so, so... So she runs into the scarecrow who looks scary as fuck, by the way. And then he yeah, starts kind of cool. like moving around and she's like, shit, this is probably bad news. And she starts running away and he's chasing her. And then it flashes to this guy listening to country music <laughs> and eating pie in his truck. And is that what he was eating pie? loving his truck. Like, Why I are you eating the words. And he has like I a full on plate with like food on it and a fork. <laughs> She, and so she's like running, running, running. And you're kind of getting the idea of where this is going, by right. the way, because he's not paying attention to the road. She runs out and she's like, help me. And he he slams right into her, runs over her, <laughs> his body. And he like it pushes the plate of pie up into his face. So he has whipped cream all over his face. And then he just keeps eating. He's like, well, fuck it. <laughs> And then it ends. That, that bumps, and then he keeps I going. liked it, though, because I was like, you know what? I think even more than clowns, I think scarecrows are fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. They're creepy. They and are not. They our... should not be called scarecrows. They can be called scare cases because I don't scare like them. Scare cases? <laughs> I'm going to call them that now. It's, it's a long name, but just hear me out. <laughs> no, I'm for sure going to call them that now. Okay. So, um... He, doesn't he hear her downstairs? Um, yes, I believe so. So he gets up and he goes down to look at like the stair, uh, well, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And he sees the girl from his stories and she's like curled up, like sitting on the floor, like on the, at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Cause the lights are on at this point, aren't they? Um, or not yet. No, not yet. I think okay, it's still yeah. kind of dim. He follows her, what, into the living room, and then the lights turn on, and he sees that she's been stabbed. Yeah, she's on the floor, I think, right? And she's bleeding. Yeah, she's bleeding out. And he he calls the cops, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's been stabbed, I stabbed her, and then it flashes back to him. He's covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And a very cool thing 
is that they look down at his hands and his hands are covered in blood and one is holding a knife. Right. So right. now you're you're like seeing from his point of view and he starts smiling. He's like, I stabbed her. I stabbed her. You got to come. I stabbed her. Mm-hmm. He leaves the phone off the hook and he goes upstairs. Um, but and he also reveals, though, when he's on the call, right? He says, I killed my wife. Yes. Yep. So the girl in his stories is his wife. And he's stuck. He's stuck in the house because of what he did. Mm-hmm. So he goes upstairs and so he goes upstairs. He sits at the desk and he's obviously distraught as you would be if you killed your wife. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, she kind of like appears behind him and doesn't she put his art, her arms around him. Yeah. And they're kind and, of looking at the same thing. Yeah. He opens this little drawer. He finds a gun and, um, kills himself Mm -hmm. and then it starts it kind of starts to start over again his same monologue saying like you know there was a murder here 30 years ago people who do things like this they're stuck in a cycle and then the first scene is exactly the same as the last scene right where it's just the paper that says they live inside us uh so he also it's him trying to open the door handle oh that's right so it was. I mean, they did this one really well because, I, honestly, I know this makes me sound so dumb. Probably, I didn't catch on the first time we watched it. I was like, "Oh shit, he's been like possessed. He's seeing this stuff, and he killed himself. So now they're collecting more and more people to stay in here, you know." But no, <laughs> he's the husband who killed his wife, and he's stuck in the house because he did something very terrible, and now he's right. stuck. Right. So he has to relive it over and over and over again every single day. Which is so, cool. Yeah, I, and that's kind of like how that one ends. So I thought that one was really super cool. It was. And I feel like, you know, it's it's not, well, it's a short technically, I guess, because mm-hmm. it's not a full length, you know, runtime. But it, in those 30 minutes, it really packs a punch. Like, it, it keeps does. you entertained from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you're going to do a short and you're going to make it a little more lengthy, I feel like it still needs to pack. You know what I mean? It needs to pack in that suspense and, you know, just to keep the person entertained. Because if I know I'm watching a 30 minute story and I'm 15 minutes in and nothing's happening, I'm going to shut it off. They just make it this. It's like a fun ride because it's something very serious. Like mm-hmm. this isn't like, oh, LOL. And then he shoots himself. It's like, you know, it's heavy. It weighs on you a little bit. You're like, wow, that it's, you could tell that he, like the husband, like legitimately lost his mind. He had right. just fucking had a mental breakdown or something, mm-hmm. killed his wife, you know, you know, and then when he's reliving it and you're watching it and he cracks that smile, you're like, oh, he's just not even there anymore. Right. So they and it's really nice because they leave breadcrumbs here and there for you but they're not blatant like it's it's actually the husband it's not a writer it's not this it's not that it's actually the husband right so you know and then they give you those scenes like we got like you know we got the slasher we got the clown we got the scarecrow Mm -hmm. all very very fun all super cool so this this is a really really great short definitely definitely so I guess we're going to go to the last one, and I have to say, this one is my absolute favorite. It scared me so bad the first time. The first time. time we watched it, Yaz and I audibly sh- shrieked. 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we, so there, God, I guess I could go back into Twitter, but we had basically taken and we were posting links to different short films and then rating them. Right. So it'd be like, yes, that she's not going to sleep with the lights off for a week. 10 out of 10, <laughs> you know? So you're doing things like that. Um, I think I, I, let me see if I can find it. This one is called, is that you, right? Is that you? Okay. We did, and on our Twitter, we put nine out of 10, watch this for Halloween spooky goodness, exclamation point. <laughs> and there was a lot of, oh my God, this one is so fucking good. Okay. Okay. We'll get into it. It's so, good. It's just, it's what you want out of a horror short and it's what you get. It's, and it's, it moves pretty quickly too. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, it starts with a teenager. She's sitting on her bed. She has the channel 66 Halloween special and my God, Count Spookula is ridiculous. Oh, I know. <laughs> and you guys also, can find Count Spookula on their channel, by the way. Yes, you can. And you absolutely should. So here's something very fun that they mention in that, uh, Halloween special. They reference, they live inside us. And they reference Princess. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. While she's flipping through the channels on the TV. Okay. Oh, and she references the first one. Yes, I believe so. So, there. I mean, here's what's really nice is they have these little, um, what do you call them? Uh, Easter eggs. That's what you call them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't call them popcorn. What are they called? <laughs> popcorn. Because if you think you breadcrumbs, popcorn, whatever. <laughs> so so they leave you these little Easter eggs of all the an- little pieces of the anthology series that you had just previously watched, which right. is such a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, can I, before we move forward, can I read yeah. like the little intro that plays at the beginning of the, um, of the short? Absolutely. So before all this even happens, it, uh, the camera's kind of like panning over a neighborhood And it says, on all Hollow's Eve, she comes with the wind. I'm watching it right now. Hang on. As darkness descends, she'll find a way in. Those who have seen her, they go to the black. For once you have seen her, you never come back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had written it down, but I just replayed it right now. So I had to like read it as it was coming up. That is really good though. That's that's so fun. And yeah, that's so scary. I know. I love that they did that little intro. So So, continue. (laughs) Okay. So we, so we're introduced to this teenage girl and she has a broken leg, which fucking sucks. First of all, I've never broken my leg, but I can only imagine it's probably not super fun. Um, her best friend calls <laughs> her not. and she's like, uh, yeah, we'll come over. And she's like, what do you mean? We, she's like, isn't she back with Mark or whatever the fuck his name is? Yeah. She's like, oh, you guys are back together. And he's like, she's like, yeah. It's like, ugh. Cause I'm sorry. <laughs> you and I have dated those people where the other one was like, really? Yeah. You're back with him? Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> don't do remind that. me. <laughs> this is a, this is, you and me are a couple. Why are you making me date him again too? I don't want to date this asshole. God, I know. Let's not so... talk about that. Those, are, those were dark times. <laughs> so, um, they move forward. Oh my God. Okay, so one thing the witching season does so great, probably better than almost any other horror shorts, is their jump scares are legitimately they fucking get you every oh, single absolutely. time they get me. I, we've watched these before, by the way, I knew this was coming 
and I still got scared mm-hmm. and I made a noise audibly again. Um, the mom like creeps up on her cause she's not focusing and she like peers over the bed and like jumps out and she's wearing a mask, which is really scary. Mm-hmm. So, and she's like, um, don't you want to come down? What'd she say? Don't you want to watch a movie or something like that? She's like passing up candy and she's like, no, I want to be by myself. And she's like, yeah. okay, whatever. So the mom goes downstairs and I would have been so pissed if my mom fucking scared me like that. For Halloween, though, I feel like I would have liked it. I would, It would have been like, I need a second because now I'm terrified. I just worry that I would have punched my mom in the fucking face. <laughs> God damn it, mom. <laughs> How dare you? My mom chases me, though, and I hate that shit. Don't chase Oh, yeah, me. that's right. <laughs> she, I don't know why she does it. She, this woman loves, I get it. She loves to run. Okay, my mom runs like five miles a day she's insane but my mom loves to chase me and I don't like to run because I'm a little bit so you know what don't do it don't do it to me in the dark don't crawl towards me don't run after me it's not funny I don't like it I'm not here to play this game so so we hear the mom answer the door and she's like oh and you see these two kids like here's my thing I'm down I will give anyone of any age trick-or-treats like you know oh same if you're down to walk around in your costume yeah. You put some like a skew uh, Spider Man mask on, like little bitch. I'm not gonna give you candy. You don't deserve <laughs> it. Look at me. I'm scary. I'm dressed up and you're not dressed up as anything. And you want my free candy? Do you know what candy costs? Yeah. It's pretty not lit, to yeah. be honest. Not lit. Not not lit at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun, okay? Being old sucks. I wanna be lit lit bay fam all the time. <laughs> lit <dude>. bay fam. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be where the cool kids are, okay? Wasn't cool in high school. I have to I have to do it as I enter my 30s. So, mm-hmm. fucking buckle up, kids. It's going to be a rough 2 years. <laughs> I can't help it. I just want to be young at heart, and it's hard to be young when you're getting old and it's cringy. I know. I know. It sucks because like the last time I hung out with my um my younger I mean they're not younger they're all like in high school and stuff now but my cousins no it is yeah it is young fuck (laughs) compared to us and I was just listening to their conversations and I was like I couldn't be any more fucking lost right now like it was like they were speaking another language I was like can we backtrack and um explain what the fuck you just said oh and kids love to fucking explain that's like their fucking jam yeah oh you didn't know what ratchet means and I'm like no I'm 27 I don't know what (laughs) ratchet means what does it mean and then when I found out it means um a girl who's gonna get a nut off like I didn't know what thought stood for that hoe over there oh I didn't either I just thought like it was just another name for like a hoe I didn't know that there was like words it, that well, went does, along with I that. I guess it is another name for a hoe. That that hoe over there. I didn't know that it stood for that. But you know, okay. But something else too that I'm like, okay, everybody's using this phrase, but I'm willing to bet that a lot of these young kids. Well, it kind of died, but I felt like a lot of the younger like crowd that was using it. I'm like, you don't even know what this is from. When kids would say, "Damn, Gina," they don't fucking know where it's from. They don't know. Mm-mm. I'm like, that is Martin, and I hope you know what you're referencing. And bye, Felicia. I was just about to say bye, Felicia, because everyone. Uh, well, uh, 
I, I don't think they – well, no, some of them did because I feel like now it's, like, very cool for younger kids to watch these movies that were, you know, 90s mm-hmm. movies. I just hope that when you're using these phrases that are our times <laughs> that you know what you're referencing. Yeah, we're old. We're not even that old, but I feel fucking old. Every year that passes, I feel like I've gained 10 years at this oh, point. Same. Since, honestly, since turning 24 – I don't feel 27 going on 28. I feel like I'm 50 (laughs) going on 75. Yes. Always. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. And all these kids and I love TikTok. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Okay. You're like the TikTok queen. (laughs) I fucking love TikTok. And it, again, I know kids, I know you don't want me on TikTok. I don't post, (laughs) but I love to watch your videos. They're so funny. And I learn so much. They're educational. But you little fucking I know kids you don't are want me on toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me sound like a predator. Luckily, there's a lot of adults on there now. Because before, it was, like, all these challenges. And now I have, like, like that's how I learned to do the woe or hit the woe or whatever it's called. <laughs> that dance. God, yeah. it's so cringy because I don't know what it's called. Um, but I do it in the mirror all the time. <laughs> um, but, like, th- I see these kids. They're, like. Well, luckily I didn't see this video because I would have fucking flown off the handle. The, like, fuck Corona challenge where these little dumb bitches are licking the toilet seat. What? In the actual yes, fuck? airplane toilet seats. That's fucking so stupid. You know what? Why didn't you go back to the Tide Pod challenge and give that a try before you Yeah, or go stick a fucking cup around your lips. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Something. My, like, kids... I kids don't listen to us. Adults, adults that know children, don't let these little people do this. They're still <laughs> forming. Like what the fuck? Licking fucking toilet bowls. I wow. would have never. I Not because I'm aging because it's disgusting. Okay. Yeah, that's fucking gross. Oh yeah, Anyways. So. Shit. Oh, we're talking about teenagers. That's why we went off on a rant. Okay. <laughs> so moving forward. Okay. So don't lick toilet bowls. And and stay the fuck inside, you fucking inconsiderate assholes. Stay know, your seriously. fucking dumb bitch ass inside. You know what? I don't even give a fuck from five four. You're about to catch these medium sized mitts. I don't give a fuck. Okay? <laughs> and these baby hands. If you make me stay inside in quarantine because you refuse to do your part, I'm not gonna be able to take it. Okay, I'm already losing my damn mind. I'm watching TikTok much more than an adult should. So much more. And you know what? I should be limited. My Animal Crossing playing should be limited, and it's not. I don't go outside. I mean, I do sometimes. But, you know, I can't go outside. Like, I can't go to fucking Target. I can't go to the store. Well, I can go to the store, but I hate going to the grocery store. But, I, you know, I went to CVS. They didn't have any acetaminophen, and they didn't fucking have thermometers. They were 100% sold out. Oh, yeah. That doesn't surprise uh, me. Yeah. A bitch wants to take her temperature, too. Thanks, assholes. But anyways. Oh. <laughs> so the mom is like, okay, pimples, whatever. You better fuck <laughs> off. I'm not giving you candy. So We then... super drifted on this story. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Sorry. (laughs) I'll have to cut a lot of that out, but maybe not. We'll see. So (laughs) she, so the mom's like, you can't have candy. Okay. And then, so they're like, okay. And then he's about to call her a bitch, but they close the door before he does so. Um, And then they egg the daughter's window and she looks outside and there's a very spooky black figure standing across the street. 
Mm-hmm. What does that, re- what was it reminiscent of for you? Cause I'll tell you what it was reminiscent of for me. Um, nothing jumped out at me particularly. Trick or treat. I mean, it kind of reminded me of like Halloween, I guess maybe. Ooh, that's another good one. When like Lori's in and trick or treat. I mean, it, I mean, it's during the day when Lori's in class, remember, and she sees Michael across the street. But, I mean, I feel like we see that pretty often in horror movies. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't get old. You can always use the, you know, window shot and someone standing across the street. So, then the mom, you hear the, is it a doorbell or is it a knock? One of those. Mm -hmm. You hear, basically, the mom open the door. She's like, oh, that's a really good costume. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of cuts her off mid-sentence and it drops, she drops the bowl and the daughter is concerned. And she's like, mom, mom, you know what's going on? Mm-hmm. She looks downstairs and looks down the staircase. And she sees the shadow of this, this hand with these really long fingers. And she like, she goes to like walk back to her room. And she looks over her shoulder. And behind her on the far wall is this really creepy, like black figure facing mm-hmm. the wall. She turns back around and she's like, um, okay, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And so what was it? She, the the figure turns around and faces her? From her bed? Uh, no, from, so she's walking to her room. The figure's behind her and then she sees it. Oh, the girl runs to her room. She locks her door and the witch follows her and she's shaking the handle, shaking the handle, shaking oh, the handle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, um, so she's sitting on the bed. The lights start to flicker and then they turn off. And then she gets a phone call and her ringtone is one step closer to you, which I assume that they made up for this. I'd never heard that song before. Um and it's her friend calling her and it's the one step closer to you, one step closer to you. It gets all fuzzy and weird and turns off. Mm-hmm. And then the lights go out completely. She turns on her cell phone light. She sees that the door opens. Um, she's going around the room. She turns to her right. And when she turns to the left, the witch is right next to her face. She freaks out. She runs out of her room. She has a broken leg, everybody. And she trips. And then I completely forgot that she had a broken leg. That's so yes, fucked. <laughs> she was trying to hustle and she really did a good job, but she still got it in the end. She trips, she falls, and then the witch drags She's, her away. Yeah, we see her like laying on the floor, kind of in her doorway, mm-hmm. and then she gets pulled, and then that's pretty much it. Yep. Which I, okay, so this one, it's a very, very simple story, straight to the point. But I feel like, again, it was done so well. And the witch was fucking creepy. Yeah, scary. So creepy. And so the part where she's like kind of going back up the stairs, I think, right? Mm -hmm. And it's following her. It's, to me, it's really hard to make something like genuinely scary because the lights were still on, right? Yeah. When she was going up the stairs. And the witch like following behind her they show you the witch you know not like up close and personal but it's fucking creepy even with the lights on and to me like if you can make something look fucking creepy as hell and it's not dark yet I like shit exactly pretty good I mean 
scared me. Yeah, they did a really, really good job on this one. I mean, they did a good job on everything, but you know, this this was a perfect one to close with. Mm-hmm. So what I was kind of referencing in the middle of us talking is I, let's see. So they do a lot of great Halloween kind of scares. Mm-hmm. So they have a slasher. They have not only a demon, but an evil doll. Right. All wrapped in one. They do aliens. They do ghosts. And then they do a witch. Mm-hmm. And within the ghost one, they cover slashers again. They cover evil clowns. And they cover evil scarecrows. So they kind of have themselves completely covered. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And that's what I love so much about this entire, like, anthology. Yep. All the bases are covered. They have something for everybody. And they show care. I mean, just 100%. hmm Definitely. You know, it was something that is, it's such a minor detail, but I thought it was so cute. Hmm. Was in the princess episode, the little girl's nightlight was like the lit up ghost holding the pumpkin. Oh, <laughs> that's remember? right. Yes. So yeah. cute. And again, like how we were saying, if Halloween is your jam, all the little Easter eggs that they throw in, just yep. little, like they're decorations that you've probably seen just growing up over the years. And I, there's just something so like amazing about it because it Honest, just, yeah, it's a it very fully embodies, bumps. right. And it just fully embodies Halloween and fall. And if that's, again, if that's your jam, these stories are going to be right up your alley. Yeah. Okay, guys. So now we're going to get to our actual rating of it and we're going to do this out of five pumpkins. So um, Yasmin, or sorry, you don't want to go by Yasmin. Yes. Out of five pumpkins. You can call me whatever you want. All okay. the rest of you, call me yes. Okay. <laughs> or, um, pumpkin daddy. Or um, your pumpkin daddy. <laughs> call me, call me your pumpkin papa. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you laugh because I know it wasn't fucking funny. Okay. So I love of- everything you say. <laughs> I find you, you whimsical. <laughs> oh, whimsical. Wow. <laughs> That is so much nicer than when people go, oh, you're so quirky. And I'm like, you're insulting me. <laughs> I'm not quirky. Okay. I'm not other girls. Um, so out of five pumpkins, what would you give this? This whole anthology as a whole. I would give this a solid four pumpkins. Okay. That's really good. I'm going to give it four and a half pumpkins. Okay. Because I want to give it a full five, but we haven't rated any other short films mm-hmm. I mean we could very easily go back and be like we're re-rating this to five mm-hmm. um but it's just it's so strong every story is done incredibly well nothing's cheesy and when like you said when it needed to be cheesy it was for instance the panda bear and princess so why don't I mean we've done this before why don't we do you want to discuss the last horror movie I guess that we each of us watched yeah recently? absolutely so last night was this let me think of a different horror movie (laughs) wait what oh okay (laughs) no I um I don't know if you saw but I posted last night that I rewatched the movie open water no I didn't see that oh my gosh dude have you ever watched that I thought it was really fucking boring and I only watched it as a kid I need to rewatch it as an adult oh my gosh dude that movie I won't like completely dive into it but you guys like I have such a gnarly fear of literally like just open water and sharks and sea life and holy fuck that movie just traumatizes me I was sitting on my couch like how you would be like curled up in a ball watching like a slasher movie like with your heart pounding that was me watching people just 
swimming in the ocean having I was having a fucking <laughs> panic attack granted I feel like sharks get a bad rap because I don't think that they purposely try to fuck you up obviously no I love sharks I love them but they scare me to death and uh, yeah so the last one I watched was actually Haunt. I watched it earlier on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. That movie makes me so fucking stressed. Me too. That's another movie. Maybe we can cover it like in full length at some point. Yeah, I think we should. Maybe we could do it for our next episode. Yeah, so fucking good, dude. That it was is. a solid watch for me. I will say, so I watched it on Shutter. I think it's the only place you can other than purchasing it. Okay, guys, so we hope you enjoyed our little episode back. Um, I feel like I was a little rusty this time through, but hopefully the future episodes will just get better from this point on. Same. I feel the same. Sorry, guys. Okay, but we should have more content coming soon Mm -hmm. within the next few weeks, hopefully. Yes. So until next time, thank you for letting us ramble about horror and nonsense. I'm Yaz. I'm Casey. what are you doing (laughs) i felt like we weren't synced up so i fucked we weren't okay let's try again okay one two three (laughs) okay hold on should i say and this is the worst so i'm gonna say and this is and then we will we whisper for the worst horror podcast yeah okay go and this is Still off. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Pumpkin Daddy's out. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rough.